In Sinai, a prophetic call for climate justice and a ceremony of repentance, and a ceremony where the religious leaders are coming together to actually meet on Mount Sinai on November 13th, 2022, and they're going to call for a new Ten Commandments in this ceremony of repentance for climate injustice. I'll get more into that in just a moment, but first I'll set what's leading up to that event and it's this COP27, which is a UN meeting that they have. This will be the 27th, where world leaders gather together and they discuss what to do about climate change. This year, they have a heavy hand in inviting religious leaders around the world, Pope Francis even encouraging people in this whole ceremony thing. And that's where these religious leaders decided to get together and have an interfaith day at Mount Sinai, where they'll call, they say to call for a new universal Ten Commandments. I mean, this is crazy. And I'll read their kind of declaration from Interface Center for Sustainable Development in just a moment. But first, just to point out Pope Francis, a few things that he's directing towards this. COP27, Pope Francis invites Christians to a month of ecological conversion, whatever ecological conversion means. Pretty strange wording. And here's another article. Pope Francis calls on Christians to repent and modify our lifestyles to save the planet. So, driving your car and eating meat is a sin. I mean, that's kind of what that kind of wording leads to one to believe. Now, I'll read an excerpt off this website. So again, this is the Interface Center for Sustainable Development. And the title of this article is In Sinai, a Prophetic Call for Climate Justice in a Ceremony of Repentance. And this is what will be taking place on November 13th. Now, let me read you a little bit of what it says is going to be going on. We come to Sinai in a movement of repentance and quest. We seek new vision for humanity and its endangered existence. And we seek to receive and amplify a message of life-sustaining, living, and habits that humanity needs to hear today. In this spirit, the project partners will bring together premier religious leaders from the world's major religions to gather upon Mount Sinai to engage in a first-ever climate repentance ceremony and to put forth a prophetic interreligious call to action, climate justice, 10 universal commandments. Now they don't say what these 10 universal commandments will be. Maybe they'll unveil them on that day, but how insane is this? They're actually meeting on Mount Sinai, which of course we know plays a huge role in the Jewish religion, in Islam and Christianity. It's where Moses received the 10 commandments. And this is where they're going to bring their new and announce their new universal 10 commandments on climate justice and how we need to live, not for Jesus, not for salvation and for God and his ways, but for climate action and what we're supposed to do for the environment. On that Interface Center for Sustainable Develop website, I watched a video of one of their leading priests or whatever that they promote that they put on the side there. And in his video, he is calling for people to stop eating meat and that we need to start working towards a net zero carbon output. So that means no warming your home, nothing involving coal, and no driving your car, no gasoline, no diesel. I mean, of course, they're not gonna stop flying in their airplanes. And of course, they're not gonna stop eating meat. Everything surrounding this climate stuff is really about world control and could absolutely be the scenario that the Antichrist uses to take world control and to take control of the entire earth. Because we know in the end times, the Antichrist will be in control of the monetary system and will be in control of buying and selling and all of these processes that go on within the earth that we are all involved in as human beings here. And we also know in Revelation that the black horse is one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse that's released and he causes scarcity and famine within the earth. 
Now, that's most likely when that happens, God just sends mass famines and all these things. But this could also be tied into this as well, where, you know, these people just start start saying, well, you know, we're, we need to go to carbon zero. We can't farm anymore. You know, we need to go to carbon zero. There's too much carbon output having animals on the earth and using farming equipment. I mean, there's even talk right now of people in the UK, they're their electric bills are going to be too high this winter. They can't even heat their homes like they normally do. And we're seeing more news right now currently that diesel fuel in the east in the east coast of the United States is going to potentially run out soon. So the black horse that is unveiled that causes scarcity and famine in the earth could really just be the Antichrist beast system putting in a control grid and a control system of zero carbon output when we know is ridiculous. I mean, if people really believed that the oceans were going to rise and were going to destroy coastlines, first off, these people wouldn't be buying homes there. Secondly, banks would not be loaning out money to build properties on coastlines, yet there's no stoppage of that. But that type of control system could lead to the famine and scarcity. But again, back to the topic is really just, this is a faith-inspired climate justice and they're really pushing for world religious leaders around the world to come to this event. It says within on that website of their prophetic call and what they're, what they're expecting, what they're planning. And what they're planning is a big social media push. They're really encouraging religious leaders to come to cover the topic and to just be engaged in this. And of course, they're just like those Pope Francis articles that I mentioned. They're pushing these things in a way as if like it's a sin that we're using gasoline and doing any type of carbon output. So that's kind of where they're leading with this. Now, worth noting is this COP27 logo. And as you can see, I'll put up the comparison. You can see these like rays of sunlight is exactly tied to the type of Egyptian art of sun worship that was going on in Egypt back in the day, which is really kind of funny in a way because we really know the earth goes in cycles. The main controller of the weather of the earth is the sun. Just imagine the super volcanoes that have gone off on the earth before and people are complaining that people are driving their cars. The earth has gone through so many cycles and then these are the people who believe the earth is like, you know, billions of years old. I mean, just imagine the carbon output. They can look in the ice in Antarctica and they even say they believe the our carbon was way higher then and things were growing better. You can buy carbon at the gardening store and put it in your gardens because it makes the plants grow better. So it's just really insane all around. But I wanted to point out that logo because it really just represents the world religions coming together and worshiping the creation over the creator. And that's what they're doing. And of course, it's good for faith to get along. We should have open dialogue and be treating each other kindly. Of course, that's what we should be doing. But coming together in the sense like we all serve the same God, it's just different roads to one God, that's 100% false. The only way to the Father is through Jesus Christ. And that's the absolute truth. And anybody who actually gives Jesus a chance, starts living for him, praying for him, he will prove to you he's real. He does all the time for people who are living with him. Until that moment where you put your faith in him, he's not going to just give every NPC walking around just a moment of absolute insight. And he does for some of us. Thank God he did for me when I didn't know. But once you actually put your faith in him, then he proves to you all the time he's real. So people need to start doing that. If you don't believe in Jesus Christ, put your faith in him. He will prove to you he's real. And as he also mentions in Matthew 24, do not fear the times that we're in. I mean, 
guys, it's really just to live as Christ, to die as gain at this point. You know, they cannot, they can kill the body, they cannot kill the soul, and that's what really matters. The Bible says that don't fear the man who can just kill the body and that's it, but fear the one who can kill body and send your soul into hell, which is God. That's who we're supposed to fear. We're supposed to tremble at his word and just at who he is. That's what God says that he favors people who do that. That's in Isaiah 2 or 62, I believe. Can't remember. But we should not be fearing these people, their plans. They always fail. They had Agenda 21. Now they've got Agenda 30. You know, I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised because we don't know the exact timeline. It looks like it's unfolding, but we can't say 100% sure until absolute certain prophecies start to take place. But I mean, say if things went on for 30 years, I wouldn't be surprised in 15 years if they started saying it's actually going to cool and now they're meeting to have meetings about it's going to cool really bad and you can't drive because it's going to cool so bad here on earth. I mean, they flip flop the narrative constantly and just whatever people listen to and believe on mainstream, that's just what <laughs> they kind of go for. So my main point in all that is just don't fear and Jesus even really commands us in Matthew 24. You'll hear wars, rumors of wars, famines, pestilence, all these things, but have no fear for the end is not yet. So we just have no fear. Trust in the Lord Jesus Christ and his return. And again, just keep your focus on him because he's the one who can deliver us not only in this life, but in all of eternity to come. And we'll look back on this life like, like the fact that we even worried about COP27 or the climate, you know, climate change and climate and repentance, because we'll just have all of eternity with Jesus in truth. And it'll all just look like, can you believe what we all went through back there? Thank God we're with Jesus in heaven. So that's what matters. Keep your focus where it truly matters. And that's on Jesus. Thanks for watching and God bless.